0: what's good everybody the washington wizards lose in philly 146 to 101 uh Joel Embiid dropping 34 points on the wizards but we're gonna look at what young guys look good what veteran guy on the expiring contracts look good and then we're gonna chop it up with you guys at the end like we always do chop it up with us at locked on wizards you are locked on wizards your daily washington wizards podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day what's good everybody it's your boy brandon scott again with my guy the real ed oliver and we definitely appreciate you guys making locked on wizards your first in, first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And Tonight's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKED ON NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. So, the Washington Wizards drop a really ugly game in the city of Brotherly Love, one forty six to one hundred one. Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey did show out, so we're going to look at. What young guys really stood out tonight? And what veteran players on expiring deals who want to boost your trade value did they do so tonight? And then we're gonna look at comments at the end and chop it up with you guys tonight. Definitely appreciate you guys. It's around 1021 Eastern time, man. So definitely appreciate you guys showing out tonight. So let's get into it. E. Um, again, the Washington Wizards dropping 146 to 101 in Philadelphia. So <laughs> what factors lost this game for the Wizards? And looking at the young guys, what uh, what young guys got kind of stood out to you tonight?
1: Uh, as far as we lost the game, uh, just the defense is terrible. I mean, you, there's, there's, <laughs> you could just go through the list, defense, ball movement was awful as well. Uh, they started off the game letting Tyrese Maxey hit three threes, he went through for three from the from the, uh, three point line. They started the game off 14 to zero. Yeah, uh, it was like a football store. football score down by two touchdowns. Uh, also, I, I saw a fork on mass throw a touchdown pass late in the game to Jared Springer. Um, they were down by 47 at one point, and they were just getting dominated. You know, it just – I know Gafford and Schmidt didn't play. I know Monumental Sports, they were saying that on the broadcast. I mean, that – it doesn't really <laughs> make a difference. It really doesn't. You know, I, I like Gafford a lot, but, you know, with Gafford in there, Embiid just literally dropped 50 points the last yeah. game. So, um, d- it doesn't really make a difference. Uh, right now, it just it just looks like they're kind of checked out, kind of, or like they've – I mean, they were getting blown out before earlier in the season, but now it just looks like kind of like those dog days in the season. You know, you yeah. can see why Adam Silver made that in-season tournament so it can make guys play hard, but it was are so bad that, you know, they didn't make it anywhere in that in-season tournament. And right now, it's just like guys are kind of like, you know, I think they're ready to be shipped off and yeah. move on to the next chapter of the season or their basketball careers, and uh, right now it's just like it's hard to even talk about the game because yeah. it's like you know they got one by 47. But to stay focused on the game, um, yeah, Embiid 34 points, he didn't even play the fourth quarter, didn't need to. Maxi didn't play most of the fourth quarter, their guys sat down and uh, it got ugly, man. It got real ugly. And um, three point line, we couldn't defend the three point line, we didn't shoot the ball well from the three point line, we turned the ball over 22 times. Uh, we shot 29% from, from the three-point line. They shot 43%, uh, 21 assists. They had 37, so we didn't move the ball much. They moved the ball, easy dunks, uh, easy layups. Everything was just really, really easy for them. Uh, Mo Bamba came in, he started cooking. They had 14 steals. Um, they were taking the ball away from us for sure. And, um, Paul Reed got cooking. He started to cook a little bit. So, yeah, just all around, uh, bad game. All, all around terrible game and, uh, just looking at some of the numbers, Um Muscala he had to start. Of course, he struggled. He didn't really score much. Uh, it was a tough night for him. Jordan Embiid, same thing with Gallo out there. So, yeah, just just you know, it was it was it was a rough night. And we're getting closer and closer to the draft. The draft is so far away, but it's, it's, <laughs> that's really what just right now is just Blau, Denny, and the draft. Those are the only two players were And Jared Butler. And uh Pat Ball, we're we'll gonna talk about those guys a little bit later. But yeah, um, that's that's really it from the game, honestly.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> same script, different game. Mm-hmm. Uh defense was totally trash. I mean, they shot whatever three-pointers they wanted. Again, rotations were slow, closing out on shooters were slow. Um, we're just a bit like you said, e, We are just a bad defensive team. Third year in a row under Weston Sale Jr., and we continue to be an abysmal, an abysmal. Hard to watch defensive team um, turnovers, sloppy basketball. I mean, Ilavaz passes um, just like you said. They're checked out. I mean, really, I hate to say this, man, but the two players really you see the most heart from is Denny and Bilal. <laughs> I mean, everybody else is checked out. You know, you're seeing Pool and Kuzma has some words on the court. Uh, you see their faces on the side on on the, um, the bench, man. Yeah, they're 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 checked out, man. I mean, you know, either you're trying to get moved or you're just trying to hurry up for these guys to get moves so you can get more playing time and showcase yourself to see if you're part of the organization going forward. You know, looking at Johnny Davis and uh, Corey Kispert. But hard to watch, man. Sloppy basketball game. I mean, this was a game where we actually led in rebounding. But it really didn't make, you know, any difference. And what does that say when Gaffer's out and we rebound better? I I ain't trying to make any inc- inclinations. I'm just saying. But um, terrible defensive team. Terrible in every aspect of defense. We're just we're terrible. I mean, it's just it's, it's hard to watch. Um, looking at the stat line, man. Um, looking at the starting five, Tyus Jones nine points, five rebounds, three assists. Very underwhelming. Jordan Poole again, a bad night. Eleven points, three for eleven from the field, one for three from three. Three turnovers. Turnovers were an issue. I mean, if you look at the starting five by itself, Tyus Jones two turnovers, three with Poole, three with Denny, two with Kuzma, and then you get into the bench as a whole. I mean. Phew. So I mean, getting back to the starting five. Um, Denny, you know, underwhelming game. Uh, nine points, six rebounds. He shot three for eight from the field. Uh, I mean, Kuzma led all Wizards scores with twenty-one points, nine rebounds, shooting nine for seventeen. And then, like you said, E, uh, the big question going into this game was who was going to be at the five? Was we going to roll with Muscala? Maybe a small ball five with Kuz. But they decided to roll out with Muscala, and Muscala shot a donut hole, <laughs> zero points, four rebounds. Uh, but getting back to what young guys and kind of looking at the second unit, what young guys kind of impressed? Well, again, Bilal Bali. you know, he did shoot four for eleven from the field and did shoot two for seven from three, but his hesitancy to shoot that shot is gone. You know, he's taking that shot. And that's the that's a good to me, that is a positive step. He's not hesitant to shoot these shots. Once he gets that confidence, he's gonna be all right, man. You know, he's starting to take those looks, and I think that's a good thing for his development. Uh, Corey Kisper, underwhelming three for six from the field, nine points. We you know what his MO is, man. Uh, but a couple more people that really don't get much shoutouts. He and you already nailed one. Jared Butler. But the second one was Patrick Baldwin Jr. 16 points tonight, and he scored or 16 minutes, excuse me. Uh, 10 points shooting three for five from the th- field and two from three from three. So Patrick Baldwin Jr. got some minutes, and then he looked good. I mean, a shot, he's got he's got a nice shot. It's just you know, getting the playing time and figuring out other ways to contribute when your shot ain't dropping. And, again, Jared Butler, you know, when we uh, did the show where we kind of did his signing, I think we both kind of like Jared Butler from the get. You know, he just has that demeanor where he's a dog who, you know, he really plays hard. And I like what I see from Jared Butler. So, you know, the young guys, Bilal showed out. uh, Denny underwhelming, but still contributed in other ways. But, e this starting five did not look good. So, yeah, why did we lose this game? Just the same reason why we lose most of the games this year, which is. Either we rebound terribly or the defense is terrible or the we play sloppy and turnovers are an issue. But it's the same script, different game. And at this point, is all you can do is look at development because most of this team is checked out. And that's why I said, E, um, the last episode, I think outside of Denny and Bilal, everybody's tradable. You have to see what the value is for everybody on this team. You know, from Gaff to definitely Jordan Poole, Kyle, everybody, you have to see what the value is and really capitalize because – we need to give some of these guys um, a lot more minutes. The Loud needs to start. You know, Patrick Baldwin Jr. kind of, you know, a little voice in my head said, Look, he needs more minutes. You know, we need to see what we got in him at the deadline because, look, if you know, Patrick Baldwin Jr. is an intriguing uh, prospect. So, yeah, it's all about development. You know, I, I'm definitely in favor of moving most of the team, <laughs> about three fourths of the team at the deadlines. And that's where I'm at. E. Um, obviously, I can't 100% be checked out because it's my job to cover the team. But, um, it's, it's tough. It really is because it's one thing to lose. It's another thing to lose and put no effort towards winning. And that's where mm-hmm.
1: we're at, man. So, 100% yeah. So we're going to talk about some of the young guys
0: a little bit more before we do that. We're going to get to a quick word from Brandon. Absolutely. Uh, tonight's episode is brought to you by Game Time. So I am a game fanatic. I go to baseball games. Baseball season coming up in April. Uh, football and basketball, obviously, my whiz kids and Georgetown Hoyas. So I've gone through all the ticket avenues, right? Um, you know, Ticketmasters, SeatGeek. It's a bunch of them. But the one I'm kind of looking at is GameTime because, let's be real, man, you shouldn't have to worry about buying tickets to your next event. GameTime is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all sporting events, plus music concerts, comedy shows, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. So what are some things I like about Game Time? Well, that's easy, man. First, you can see the view from your seat before you buy it, which is key. So you know exactly where you're sitting and what to arrive or what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total upfront. So you know you're getting the best deal without hidden fees. Because I'm telling you, I ain't, ain't going to name call nobody. But some of these other avenues, you know, other ticket merchants, the hidden fees are really what gets on my nerves. And you really don't have to deal with that with game time because you can buy tickets in seconds with two taps. And that is it. So download the game time app, create an account, and use promo code locked on NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. And again, create an account and redeem code locked on NBA, L O C K E D O N N B A for $20 off. Download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed and locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on youtube locked on sports today is here for you 24 7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of locked on plus and national shows covering every league go to locked on sports today on youtube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel so e um moving on (laughs) um i guess look what I mean, what a ex- guy on expiring deal, or rather, what veteran player on expiring deal kind of showed out to you and boosted their value tonight, if if there was oh, one.
1: Man, um, not many, but like you said, uh, Pat Baldwin. I thought he played well tonight. At twelve yeah. points, uh ten points, hit a couple threes. Of course, defensively he struggled. Just the whole team. So I'm not gonna single him out defensively. Yeah. Uh, but I thought he shot the ball well. He did what you know what they brought him in to do to be a shooter. Uh Jared Butler, twelve points. He got to the basket. He had a dunk at the end. Uh, he had a tough take. Uh, he was going back and forth with Patrick Beverly a little bit. They called an elbow on him. They tried yeah. to call him a, for a flagrant, which was ridiculous. But they reviewed it. They took it away. But um, otherwise, I thought he played well. I thought he got to the basket well. Was was aggressive. I liked everything I saw from him tonight with the minutes that he got. Um, and then Jules Bernard got in. He had a little up and down start, but he had two points. Had a couple, and then um, he had a turnover. But I thought he. Played hard. Eugene, I'm not
0: I want to say, did Eugene get injured? Um he took um a shot to the face, and I think yeah, I didn't see him play after that, so he kind of right. capped out at two minutes. Yeah, he took that shot to the face, and I know he was on the ground for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was a serious injury, but I know they took him back.
1: Yeah, and I see um Johnny Davis is injured, so he hasn't played in a little while. Ryan Rollins should get some time. But as far as the veterans, yeah, look at Mescal, he had zero points at a goose egg. Uh, but any veterans that played well, uh, Blau had 13 and eight. He's yeah. playing well, putting together some uh, a string of good games. Another almost double-double game. So Blau just, you know, I want to see him keep it up for sure. 31 minutes tonight, which is good. His minutes are starting to go up and up now, which is, which is really good. Um, but as far as the veterans, man, uh, not much at all, man. Gala was awful, um, or Gala didn't really put up much. 11, 11 minutes, two points. Same thing with Scala, zero points, 20 minutes. Um, yeah, just, just not much at all. Another inconsistent game from Jordan Poole with 11 points and uh, Kyle Kuzma, yeah. 21 points and 9 boards. But, you know, I heard he was going back and forth with Jordan Poole. So, yeah, nobody, no veteran really that out at all.
0: Nah. <laughs> I mean, not at all, man. It was just bad. I mean, I guess boosting trade value, maybe Tyus. But at this mm-hmm. point, man, Tyus is looking at, you know, looking like what he is, a backup point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, when he plays, when he starts, yeah, he does a – he reminds me of Monte Morris. I hate to be like that, man, but him and Monte, mm-hmm. you know, they're the you know, the turnover ratio they're, they're they're pretty good, but outside of that, they just they don't really wow me. You know what I mean? They they do a good job holding down the offense, but they're not long-term answers. And Ty Jones again shows that, you know, is he probably a career backup? Yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that because again, at the deadline, there's going to be a team that's going to need a guy who can run the second unit. You know, so he definitely has value, but yeah, I, I mean, this was an ugly game. Ugly, ugly, ugly game. I mean Bilal looked decent, but I mean this almost became the worst victory Lord, the the worst loss in mm-hmm. team history. I mean, I think when we were like what what is the the, the record is what fifty three points, I believe. I think was- so. I know they lost to the
1: Nets last when Gafford fell and Kevin Durant made Gafford foul, fall. Ooh. That was a really bad <laughs> loss. Um Look that one up. I, I don't, I gotta look at the history and see our worst loss. But West is always setting a record for something bad, whether it's yeah. losing to the Clippers being up by being about 35, losing that lead. Um, gave 100 points in the paint to the Nuggets. There's so many bad historical moments that Wilson so junior has coached for the Washington Wizards for sure. So it, it's just you know, they got close to it. I know they didn't break the record tonight, but they certainly got close to it.
0: Yeah, um, I looked at it um during the game, and I believe it's 1970. It was mm-hmm. 53 points. I got to double check. But, I, yeah, I mean, so mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it was a bad loss, man. I mean, we mm-hmm. just – this, this team is checked out. I mean, we, if we could go ahead and fast forward to the deadline, I think we should go ahead and do that because they checked out, man. I mean, a lot of these veteran guys, they're looking for a way up out of here. And then you look at one guy in particular, Jordan Poole. If you don't want to be here, then I think that behooves him to start boosting his value so mm-hmm. at the deadline we can see what we can get from him. But I think that the best-case scenario for this team – is to put everybody on the block except for Bilal mm-hmm. and Denny you know see what the offers are and after the deadline this needs to be a youth movement that's it mm-hmm. because I just there's nothing else that can come out of the season this team is probably no it's not probably they are the one of the worst teams in the NBA oh yeah outside the worst of, team the
1: yeah worst
0: outside team. of Detroit and San Antonio we're yeah. definitely in the running for the most trash team in the league so oh yeah for sure yeah,
1: and I, I know it's crazy because I know NBA League Pass came out with the watchable teams or the worst watchable, unwatchable <laughs> team. The Wizards. Probably they're at where they're at, you know, where they were projected to be. As as far as a watchable team, they are definitely the worst team in the league right now, for sure. And they uh somebody in the comment I a comment, somebody said it's hard to see ten wins. It is hard to see ten wins. They're what yeah. three and nineteen. Three and nineteen right now. Yeah, yes. I, I don't see 10 wins I mean they uh they really they really might be 9 and and 72 or 73 (laughs) or 8 and 74 I really it's we'll see it's hard to see them get 10 wins it really is and I'm really upset with myself for not taking that under on Fanduel because I was just staring at it right before the
0: season started but, yeah, man, I mean at this point, e, they should start paying people to watch the Wizards games. Uh, yeah, make it a, sweets. Make it like a holiday package, man. Give them a you know a half <laughs> smoke, a go-go tape, and... <laughs> I mean, you never know, man. So <laughs> we're gonna go ahead yeah. and move on to comments, man. Uh, but before yeah, we yeah. do, uh E's gonna chop it up with us about FanDuel tonight. Yes,
1: sir. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, in the NFL for stay hot. On FanDuel, right now, customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. If you took the over on Joel Beats points, at 33 and a half, you definitely won. I certainly did that, so I made a little bit of money on uh, FanDuel. Um, also, as far, as far as money line bets, just take the money line on any other team. I know it's probably like minus 500 or minus 900, minus 1,000 for other teams now. Um, same thing with the commanders, just bet the money line on whoever they're playing or um, bet the over, uh, as we tell you guys every day, bet the over <laughs> on the center, whoever, whoever the center is that we're playing against. Bet the over on their rebounds. Bet the over on their points. Bet the over on the points and rebounds. You can combine them, do player combos, all kinds of stuff like that. Double-double. Just bet all that on whoever the Wizards are playing against. I'm curious to see who we're playing next because, you know, you might as well if you – I know Fandle, they're not going to put the, the player prop up yet. But we are playing the uh, Pelicans next. So Giannis Valanciunas, Ooh. you know, double-double for him and then Zion as well i probably take the over on Zion's points. But um, let's get to the comments here. We got a good amount of comments here. It's 39 people in here. So thank you guys. Even just 39 people in here is yeah, a good man. amount of people, especially after a game like this on a Monday night. It's, you know, we, we definitely appreciate you guys for tuning in for sure. Uh, we'll probably read only two, you know, and then we'll save the rest for tomorrow because, there's no game tomorrow, so we'll just do a preview and we'll probably follow up on a lot of the questions you guys have on tonight in the comments. Now there is a uh, fake news coming here. Muhammad Worthington says, "Brandon, you guys take that West should be the coach of this rebuild might be the worst take." We never said that. Come on now, we <laughs> never said West should be the coach. We said that they picked up the option that was way too early, and you Damn. guys know that. We said that was way too early. They keep rewarding people early all the time. They picked up Johnny Davis's option, and that was too early. Uh, West Hudson Jr. They gave him the uh, they paid up his option that was way too early and you know denny doing the contract extension i thought that was a little too early too i'm not gonna lie to you that was my opinion on that um i thought they made moves it's just a little too early i did want to see denny play the year out but i'm happy that they gave him the contract and he's playing well i like the way he's playing right now he's not putting up big numbers but he's playing well he's being aggressive but as far as west no but no i think every wizards fan agree that agreed even before the season started the west should not be the coach of this team He's a lame duck. When they brought him the new regime, I don't like when new people come in and they keep yeah. holdovers. It's kind of like the commanders with the new owner coming in and keeping Ron Rivera. Of course, he couldn't fire Ron Rivera because it was just too late when Josh Harris bought the team. But a new owner and a new GM, a new staff front office, they need to get their own guy. They don't need to keep any holdovers. They should fire and just clean house. And I think they picked up his option, so it's kind of weird. But I think – you know, we both said it's because of Ted probably – you know, we're just, you know, kind of we don't know for sure, but you know, the whole legacy with his dad and whatnot. So, you know, it, it it's they we just gotta wait this out and see who they who they hire as the next coach. You know, he may Wes may be here next year because they picked out that option, but we'll see. But Muhammad, you know, you know darn well we did not say that.
0: <laughs> yeah, he knows we say that. Come on. <laughs> I mean ain't nobody say that, man. Um looking at last year when we still had Bradley Bill and KP on the team, we said this. Um the take was could he will we intrigued to see how he does on the rebuilding team where they try to get the personnel yeah that's all we said but nobody said that he's supposed to be the guy. no i'm i've been saying it for probably since the season started i think he needs to go so yeah you're just hearing what you want to hear man um, um so we'll go ahead and move on great um,
1: um yeah Bullets nation this is what i said too yeah monumental sports i was listening to it um we definitely like the guys over there some of the people monumental sports have certainly been on our show for sure so we respect what they have to say, but you know, we disagree sometimes with what they have yeah. to say and that's just normal. But they said, yeah, most first saying we lost because Delon right Lane Schmidt were out is so destructive to real fans. We're not stupid. Yeah, they they I don't think <laughs> they said that, you know, we lost because those guys are out, but I think they're saying we lost so bad because they were out would have been closer. It would have been closer than forty, sure, but it still would have been a loss. They still would have got, you know, Dominated and overmatched by Embiid and Maxi and all those guys, so but I heard it too, and I was just like, Uh, Gaffer literally just played and Embiid, put up the game. <laughs> so it's, they don't really make that much of a difference.
0: Oh no, come on, man, go check their cup. I mean, come on, man, no, <laughs> no, man, it's like say, saying that is like saying, No, I didn't hit him with my car, he ran into my car. Like, nah, no, I mean, no, man, I mean, would they have made a difference? No, I mean. DeLon is important. I'll say that he is more important than we give him credit for. We saw that more last year than this year because he was injured last year too. And our defense as a team went down last year. But I mean, DeLon, uh, Shamet, or Shamet, sorry, um, and even Gafford, would they have made a difference? No. I mean, Embiid is going to eat. I mean, you cannot look at any center in this league and point and say, well, Gafford's better than him. It's not many, man. I mean, Gafford is outplayed, outmuscled, finesse, out. Yeah, I mean, is in most centers in this league. Let's be real. I mean, even if uh, Gafford played and NB didn't, I mean, do you think? For, do you necessarily think that Gafford would have outplayed Mo Bamba? I hate to be like that. I'm just being honest with you, man. I mean, mm-hmm. he's just not it starting center, and that's why I said that everybody needs to be tradable. Even Gafford, man. I thought that they gave him that extension way too soon. It's like Weston still got that option way too early. You know, they they you know they need to evaluate and, and quit. beat, you know. It was way too premature to give him that extension, in my opinion. So, Mm. Because Gafford, I like Gaff personally, but outside of a law threat, what does he provide? I mean, he can defend the paint. Yeah, when it's like (laughs) – you know what I mean? So that's where I'm at, man. It would have made a difference. Mm. It's a cop-out, man, and it's a sad one at that. Great. Uh,
1: Guru, yeah, I didn't say that. I told you that. I told you I took the under on 24 wins, and I, I was staring at it on FanDuel, and I said I should have taken it. So I didn't say take the over on twenty seven wins. So yeah, they they are who they are. They're just not a good team, and they're they're gonna get. Hopefully, hopefully they get the first pick because it's still the lottery, and they still with the Wizards' luck, they'll fool around and get the fourth or fifth pick of the draft. Uh, we've seen stuff like that happen before. We've seen teams with the worst record, and they still don't get the first pick of the draft. Um, let's see here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They say that's not angry. No, I'm not angry, guys. I mean, they just we kinda they are who we thought they were. Yeah. You know, they are who we thought they were. I, I didn't think they were gonna lose by 47, but you know, I mean it's it's just you know, that's that's just it's it's what they're doing right now. I, I think they, they really they really have checked out. They've checked out.
0: Yeah, I mean that's why I said everybody needs to be traded. <laughs> yeah, everybody mm-hmm. needs to be tradable, man. And and Wes, I, he's not it next year. We need to go ahead and go get a coach. And we need to solidify, I guess, his culture tomorrow. or Not tomorrow, but hopefully tomorrow, but or ne- next year. Because, I mean, they, they talk a lot about culture, man. But when, like, most of your team checked out, it, there's no effort. There's no there's no heart. That's not culture, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, culture is who solidifies culture, man, as your coach. And you continue to see crickets and him just not really – he just doesn't show anything on the sideline. It's just they're checked out. And it's, at this point, trade everybody. Trade everybody, get as much assets as you can, and just start from scratch. You know, Baloud and Denny, they are the, the building point, the focal point, in my opinion, going forward. After the deadline, get Patrick Barnwell in minutes, get everybody who's young and see what they can do, and then evaluate an the offseason and then move on. But if you're a veteran guy, they need to move them. They need to see what kind of value they have and send them on their way, in my opinion. Mm. 100%. Um, we'll read some more comments tomorrow.
1: Um, this one is funny from George. He said, You know, I didn't think Embiid was that good because obviously I don't want Sixers games a lot, but man, he might be one of the best players of all time. Yeah, every center that plays this, they look like well, uh, Mark Williams had 20 and 20. He looked like uh, Moses <laughs> yeah. Malone, and Shaquille O'Neal. So, you know, yes, Embiid is great, but you got to remember, it's gets the Wizards. And Embiid is it. he won MVP last year, so I mean, he's a great player, but when you play against the Wizards, you just look 100 times better.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree, man. You know, Embiid is um. One of the best players of all time, you know the rings he's seen, man. But he's definitely one of the best centers in the NBA right now. He definitely is. I mean, is he better than Jokic? Nah, he ain't there yet. But he is not too far off. I mean, you know, I mean that's one thing you look at the night two e. He was bringing the ball up. <laughs> like, I mean, Embiid was bringing the ball up. So it was uh-huh. just defensively we were so bad that the centers on the opposing teams were bringing the ball up. So
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a practice for them. It really is. It turns into a practice. Uh, somebody commented a college team would be the Wizards. Uh, it would be competitive. I don't know if they beat the <laughs> Wizards, but it would be a competitive game for sure, which it should not be. It would be a competitive game against a college team right now. If they play like the way they did today, and they might, they they, I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. I really wouldn't if they play the way they did today, honestly. But uh, we're we're gonna wrap it up tonight. I want to thank you guys for making a lot of Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever. You get podcast. Locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, Locked On Sports. Today is here for you for 20 for 24-7 covering the top four stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Make sure you guys subscribe and hit the notification bell. Hell to the wizards. Peace.